Hey, Alex here. I want to apologize to our trans listeners. At the start of the episode, I talk about supporting a woman's right to getting an abortion. Implying that that choice of having an abortion is a woman's right is transphobic. Your ability to give birth is independent from your gender. I'm sorry. I want to make sure you all know that here at Gundam I Hardly Know Him, we support the right to get an abortion and that choice belongs only to the person who is pregnant. Again, sorry to our trans listeners. style podcast where each week we discuss an entry into the Gundam franchise. Today is a special episode. We're discussing the brand new movie, Gundam, Cucuruzdoan's Island. I like don't feel very confident about saying the name of this movie. Cucuruzdoan's Island. That's what I'm going to say. I'm sticking with it. I am your host, Michael. Thank you for listening. And on today's episode... I am joined by two of my friends and yours. Firstly, we've got your number one Char hater and sandwich lover. They come straight from the brig. We've got Alex. Hey, Alex. Uh, it it was nice to see the brig again. I, uh, that was comforting. <laughs> yeah, I heard uh, I, uh, Bright was back. <laughs> oh, not only Bright was back, Bright was slappy <laughs> McGee. It was yeah. great. Yeah, they, they definitely uh, they definitely went in on the the slap. Humor. like that was a like <laughs> they're, I cash, they're the, cashing in a lot of fandom points with those slaps flashbacks uh, my favorite <laughs> thing was the, yeah. the montage of slaps with only two slaps <laughs> yeah it's like you're missing like a hundred slaps <laughs> uh and of course we're also joined by the lasagna kid the mung bean king we've got simon hey simon how's it going let's go <laughs> mung what bean was king. That? One what? episode, I'll... What is a mung beam? I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> okay. Is uh, this a new Morbius you, thing? I, I've, no, no, mung bean is not the new Morbius. No. Mung beans have been around far longer <laughs> than that cursed vampire gentleman. Um, I think when I think of mung beans, I don't know if I've made like a reference to mung beans that makes you want to call me the mung bean king. Well, we, we talked extensively about how we both had a theory that Rain's dad in G Gundam smells like yes, mung smells beans. like mung beans. Yeah, so that's yeah. what like the only <laughs> like, familiarity only I beans. have with the beans <laughs> is like it's something that is exclusive to old people yeah. where they both ingest it, their breath smells like it, their, <laughs> their body farts, smells like farty it. Farty mung bean farts. Yeah, but like it's like if you ask me what a mung bean looks like i like would probably draw a green bean and it'd be simon that's a green bean um so is mung bean kind of like just like that old people smell in general okay that is the theory that is the working theory right now of like because we've been trying to solve what old people smell like for as long as i can remember and i think the the last the latest research has come in uh from mit that it is in fact it's mung beans yeah well it's one of those things like exercise science like we right now the theories is mung beans and then like in a year like when people are on the high carb diet they'll be like oh it's actually you know whatever it's chamomile tea that's like why yeah. old people smell the way they do it's like i'm really we glad we moved sure. on yeah from like them just smelling like death because yeah, like that that was kind of that, that was a rocky that humor point. that humor was just dreadful to live through 
I think I am a bit of an expert with old people. I, I do a lot of work for them. I, yeah. work, I work a lot with them. And old people smell like greed, greed. and desperation. <laughs> yes. In monk beans. In monk beans. In monk beans. And just no, and Alex, hatred. I, th- Alex, and I hatred. think you're, I think you're, I think you're, that's actually the mung bean smell. I think you're confusing oh. it. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it's actually mung beans. I'm excited because today we're talking about a new gundam movie and we don't get to do that very often because we're twisted and we're always living in the past but today we're living in the present can i actually say something before we get started on the episode yeah um i i just want to say i i believe i'm speaking for all of us i'm speaking for all of us i know this when i say that we all support women's rights and the ability to choose fuck the supreme court um if you are pro-life, I disrespectfully think you should never listen to this show again. I fucking hate you and leave. Do not be our fan. We do not support fans who are pro-life. Talk about fucking old people that should have died long, long ago <laughs> and should hold no position of power. The Supreme Court mm-hmm. makes literally zero sense. Yeah. And yeah. I just I feel like we have to at least, at least address that. Like, yeah. fuck the Supreme Court. Fuck that decision. I... I'm not going to have a platform and not address that. I am incredibly upset about this and think it is I think it is a direct attack on the lives and the rights of people. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for saying that, Alex. Yeah, and for for context of uh for us we're, we're recording this today. This happened last week and this is actually going to come out next week. So for us the, you know, us in the room uh, this will be coming out shortly, so we're not talking yeah. about something that happened like in the radical past, uh, yeah. like it's so no, no, uh, no, no. normal with recording these. And for the listener, if you're wondering how we know about something before the episodes that you're going to hear next, that's why. It's a little bit of a time <laughs> jump. But uh, this is Tenant, and we're living in the worst fucking future. <laughs> yes, we're all oracles <laughs> and we hate our own thoughts. Yeah. But anyway, let's let's talk about something um, slightly better, which is uh, Gundam, and uh, I'm really excited to uh, talk about these today. Um, but wait, do you all do you all hear that? Is that it's, do you all hear that? It's getting louder. Yeah. It's getting, oh my god, it's getting really loud. It's weird. Well, do, you, do you see that in the distance? What is that? Holy shit! Is that is that Christian's music? That, oh my god! Is that god. Christian's music? It's a Christian! Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! My boys, I am oh my here. god! You know him. You love him. He's our certified lover boy. Now yes. he's yellow. Now yes. he's blue. Now he's all squarey. It's Christian. Welcome hey, back. <laughs> you all thought you could keep him down with your hate mail and all of your threats? No way. <laughs> what, you, what you don't know is this podcast is a Christian podcast. That's not true. Crazy, not a Christian really podcast. A Christian. <laughs> yeah. Christian yeah. podcast. This yeah, is no, a no. Christian podcast. You're going to hear first, baby. <laughs> yes, I had um, to uh, take a spiritual journey. I had to walk with the... Uh, seven spirits of the wicked swamps i had to pass through the passages of the valley of death i had to uh you know find the uh oasis of wisdom and you know what i came out the other side uh a new man i just have one question for you christian when you were leaving your journey were you riding away on a horse gundam (laughs) yes i was (laughs) that's so cool you found a horse gundam 
<laughs> we actually recently lost a horse gun, yeah. and we were wondering where it went. But it looks like mystery is solved. Hey, yeah. you know, I I, uh, I kind of jumped in, and the keys were already in, so I just yeah, to, you know. yeah. And if you're wondering, that horse Gundam is actually piloted by a, a horse in a, a spandex horse. latex suit. So, so I guess Christian Wait, wasn't technically piloting it. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe Christian was in a horse I was costume. The horse that was piloting the horse Gundam. Yeah. That's Wait, hold it. on. Did the horse actually have latex? I don't. I generally don't yes, remember that. It did. That that's canonical. Oh my god, I love yeah. G Gundam. This is why it's this the series. This is why this is. The franchise's favorite yeah. show because of the horse yeah. Gundam. Again, I agree. We're, we're talking from the future, and Christian, technically, from the lizard's perspective, hasn't been gone at all. This kind is of fucked up. <laughs> this is tenant. This is straight up tenant. So, if you think about it, oh this is all for nothing. <laughs> oh my god, it's the prestige, baby. Yeah. This the was the prestige. prestige. <laughs> Uh, well, but uh, for the listener, we haven't spoken to Christian in forever. Um, whenever he was going to take some time off, we banished him from our group chat and we said, don't speak to us until you're back and fully committed to the show. Um, but you've been showing up to practice. You've been showing good potential. I've seen you working out really hard in the gym. Yeah. Um, so I think that it's I think that's really paid off. I've been really focused on my drills. You know, yeah, um, really working on your body, my my vocal cords. You know, doing some singing exercises, <laughs> some throat singing. I've been listening to a, a Mongolian metal band, just kind of get in the right, oy, 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 you know, kind of bring that different range of noise and sound and aural experience for the listeners. I'm, I'm in it. Okay, this is a big I'm episode for Christian. We're gonna see if after the end of the episode, is Christian gonna make it on the starting eleven? Ooh, yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit of a tryout coming from the reserve yeah. team. <laughs> Shaking it out. Shaking it out. Let's let's not stand on any more ceremony. Uh okay. let's talk about let's talk about Gundam because I'm very excited to we did this last summer when Hathaway's Flash came out. Hot girl um, summer. And we get to Hot Girl Hot Hathaway Summer. Hot Hathaway that, Summer. Ooh, well that like what was the name of the girl in that movie? Oh fuck. She was hot. How do we forget? <laughs> I don't know. For an anime character in a fictional story, I agree. She was very yeah. hot. <laughs> hey, Michael, uh, can you just edit that last part that I just said out? Well, I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna do a little stop down real quick because I have to shut the door because Abby was home. So I'll, I'll edit all of that out. Hold on. <laughs> actually, no. Make it sound really lustful. Add some echo to it and some reverb. Exactly. Yeah. You can sample some of my other classic voice lines too. <laughs> Or I'm just thirsting over fucking Gundam girls. Waifus. Hey, it, it is an appropriate thing to have a few Gundam waifus. We all have them. I've got fucking two hours once oh. a week to talk about it. You know I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> some of us might have some postbandos as well. Looking at you, Michael. Mm-hmm. I got my uh, my Canadian pilot. Oh, love that guy. And Rob Pilot. Yeah, I'll say you got you got your you got your Canadian beer mm-hmm. and your coffee daddy. Do you need anything else? <laughs> no, that's all I <laughs> literally <need>. no. <laughs> that fulfills the entire hierarchy of needs. <laughs> <laughs> but in the year uh, two thousand and twenty-two, we were uh, blessed with the or maybe cursed. We'll we'll find out uh, mm-hmm. with the new movie, Mobile Suit Gundam, Kukuru's Doan's Island. 
which has just come out and uh we were given access to an exclusive copy totally legal totally uh totally above, board. above board yeah so uh and we're gonna talk about it uh so i don't know if you all remember back in season one of this show uh when we oh. were watching the original series 0079 there came a point where we all got extremely confused because Simon and I <laughs> seemingly watched a mystery episode. Incredibly of... <laughs> polarizing subjects. Yes. And you all did not. Um, and this was, of course, episode 15 of Mobile Suit Gundam 0079, which was titled Kukuru's Doan's Island, um, which was a very divisive episode of the show. Uh, to say the least. Then... Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, did... Did you all uh, have an opportunity to rewatch that original episode? I, I, I honestly, I, 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 I totally forgot to. I think you're the only one that watched it out of all of us. I, I mean, okay, I bet. Okay, given that, that means we're operating on Michael's memory, my vague memories, and then two um, lack of uh, memories to <laughs> say the right. least. I remember right. some of it. I like, like, I have flashes here and mm-hmm. there, like, yeah. um, that just like pop into my brain, kind of like right before I go to sleep. But okay. other than well, that, yeah. Briefly, I'll give a quick description of what transpired in the original episode. Um, so this was pretty much the biggest kind of throwaway uh, kill some time episode in the entire original series. It was a truly its own side quest uh, where some pilots get stranded on an island um, and then... Uh, there's like a basically a signal that goes out from Federation pilots. They're like, we need help. So Amaro goes to the island to help them, just Amaro by himself. Uh, he is then attacked by children who throw rocks at him. Um, mm. And then he shoots at the children with his gun, mm-hmm. um, but misses. <laughs> um, and then he gets the shit kicked out of him by Azaku, who doesn't use any weapons, who just like uses fist fighting. Uh, he is then trapped on the island without pants for like a day uh, as he tries to like kind of befriend this guy, Doan, who is uh, taking care of these children. And then eventually um, some Xeon uh, troops come to the island to kill Doan because he's a defector uh, and Amuro helps him defend the island and save the kids. And in the end, he th- destroys uh doan's zaku uh because he's given up the war and he's now gonna live a peaceful life with these children um these orphans that he's taken care of mm-hmm. um but it was a very divisive episode uh and i remember t- at the time talking about it and trying to figure out why this wasn't included for alex and christian at the time was because you all were watching the dub and for some reason this was this episode was never dubbed so Tomino, the original creator, basically, for whatever reason, decided this wasn't worthy of getting an English dub. It wasn't worthy of being translated because it was not really fitting into his original creative vision for the TV show. And it didn't quite make any impact. Nobody um, knows the reason why to this day. There's a few theories on it, but no mm-hmm. one knows the official reason. <laughs> did you do some research on that, Christian? I shall ordain it. Uh, so the there was this famous or infamous i should say well not infamous i don't know why i'm using those words anyways there was an anime expo uh in 2002 um 
and they somebody asked Tomino, so why did you leave this episode out of the original run of Mobile Suit Whoa. Gundam? And he was like, well, some of the staff are still alive, so I don't want to say why. <laughs> that That is all we have from Tomino. So pretty saucy right uh what? I mean, that's, way to put that's it a pr- but that's um, a pretty evident uh he did not like the episode like no it's that's an easy read between the lines is yeah it's a polite way of saying i hated it and i didn't want to put it on there and so a couple people think like uh well there was one korean anime studio that had its hand um i guess in that one episode and so some people think he cut it out to, so that way he didn't have to give credit to them for whatever reason. Uh, at the time, um, and I think everyone knows this, the production was embattled. They were short on labor. Um, the art director, his name, which I will have in just two seconds for you all, Yoshikazu, uh, who is the director of this movie, uh, he was hospitalized due to exhaustion pretty much, and probably smoking too much. <laughs> he had a yeah. lung infection. Um, and so there are just a lot of things going wrong, and the animation for that episode specifically is, you know, evidently terrible in a lot of different spots. Um, and so just awful. a lot of different reasons as to why it, it probably should have been cut anyways. But I think it presented a perfect opportunity for Yoshikazu to have a redemption kind of story mm-hmm. in a lot of different ways it's a redemption story for the characters and i think it's also a redemption story for the art director to kind of make things right crazy yeah so is it's directed by the same guy that directed it originally yeah he's the he's well he was the art director for mm-hmm. the original series okay got it um and so he is now the director for this movie and he also worked on the origin manga series so he was the one who oh, very yeah. cool yeah yeah a couple yeah so i re-watched the original episode last night and i found a really cool um video of it on youtube where somebody had straight up just re- like on a vcr had recorded yes. the original airing of it on toonami so i got to watch all of the commercials all of the toonami intros Oh, oh that's what you messaged us intro. right yeah yeah, yeah. It's, so it's on youtube and it's awesome and then they also had the the subtitled version of this episode um and so i took a couple notes on it i mean for the most part it's a pretty simple episode those episodes are pretty are super short um but uh a couple notes that firstly i really just loved hearing the original theme again it had been so long um, you know, yeah. it's kind of like really made me feel nostalgic about the, you know, origin of the podcast and recording that first season and watching those original episodes of 79. Um, but it was also really nostalgic in a different way to watch this old Toonami tape uh, because uh-huh. it had all those like just like brilliant commercials and brilliant interstitials and eye catches and like like lo-fi and doom inspire inspired and neutral based inspired beats it's just like what insane. Sort of, what sort of commercials did it have? Was it for like shows on the network or was it just yeah. like commercials for whatever? All, all of it. So one of the commercials that I took a note on was it had the hooked on phonics uh, commercial for like kids who had trouble oh, reading. Yeah. And what? I had, okay, I had trouble reading. Sick. So that like I remember my parents <laughs> were always like, we're, we're getting you hooked on phonics. Uh, but I just ended up with, <laughs> a, tu- with a tutor instead. <laughs> hooked on phonics was the shit. I loved it. 
Yeah, I think that Hooked we've we've talked about Hooked on Fox before, Alex. <laughs> I, had, I had a really hard time learning how to read. Hey, did you guys ever recover um, from your addiction? No, I'm still can't read. Oh, oh, Hooked on Fox. Yeah, I'm. I'm like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I'm uh, like I, I'm hooked. <laughs> yeah. I have to take a phonics supplement three times an hour, otherwise I will. I'm know. actually in phonics anonymous phonics right now, working yeah. through it. Yeah. I have to go to like the um the Seven Eleven, and they give me like just some flashcards, and it's just like helping me get kind of like kind of helps get the you know beat those withdrawals I get have for phonics. But <laughs> I'm currently like trying to forget how to read if that's possible. I need some new words, man. I need some new words. You said you were trying to forget how to read. Yeah, I'm trying to forget how to read. Oh. <laughs> Come on over. I'll I'll help you forget how to read. Okay, thank you. As, uh, in a non-violent way. That that sounds that, that sounds like a good bit as well. That was that was I can't not, read without eyes, bitch. Like, that was I, not a threat. I thought it sounded more like sexy, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it can it can be it can be sexy if you want, Simon. That is, I'll that teach is your you how choice. to read in between the lines. <laughs> You gotta read these. Fun fact: I call my sheets the lines. Oh, oh man! <laughs> All right, this this has gone off the rails. Hey, much love um, to our literates out there. Mm. Yeah. Uh, a couple other notes. Uh, midair conversions. It, it opened up with a midair conversion, which made me extremely happy right off the bat. You know. Yeah, that's so, cool. Zero zero seventy nine was a show about midair conversions. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's good to see. Other than that, to be honest, pretty standard episode. I thought it was funny that Amaro spends almost the entire episode in his boxers. He like doesn't have pants most of the episode, so he's just running around this island um, with no pants on. Yeah, and it is really shittily animated. It it looks like dog shit. It's bad, and but the music's great and the story's <laughs> fine at best. I understand why Tomino didn't like it. It's not very good. Um, but did the remake? Did it uh, you know add anything to the story? So. Let's go ahead and just kind of open it up. Did you all enjoy watching this movie? Oh my god, yes. For all the reasons we were just talking about, I felt like I was transported back to last summer. Was it last summer? We started this last summer, right? Or was it two summers ago? Two, two, two summers, summers ago. ago. Two summers ago. Two, two summers, summers ago. ago now. Holy shit. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like, and there was just this feeling of satisfaction the whole time. Uh, it just like really scratched an itch and it was I was reading interviews about the movie and stuff like that and a lot of the voice actors were like oh man it was really so cool to see all the original cast back together and I was like oh yeah that does sound nice but when I actually watched the movie it really was um, satisfying to see everyone together and I do love how they also walked the line between modernizing all the artwork and really making it beautiful while also maintaining that really crunchy uh, late 70s artwork style. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, very, very satisfying. I loved it. Mm-hmm. What about know, you, what Alex? Think? Oh, um, Alex? If Epic you are a... Off. If you are a big Gundam fan, I think it's a necessary to watch. If you're not like, if you're not a big Gundam fan, you maybe only seen one show, you've never seen the original show. I think this is a solid pass. Okay, I have to point. disagree okay. on that. Interesting. I I really enjoy it because it's very nostalgic. The story mm-hmm. was very boring. I, yeah, it was very hard to concentrate for two hours. It was a interesting. 
I'm interested to I, hear. I'm interested to hear Simon's point of view here because the the uh, the whole story is predicated on Amro hangs out with a bunch of kids and kids yell a lot about goats. <laughs> yeah, and losing goats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In finding the goats again, yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought Simon's hatred of the kids was a little unwarranted. I I fully um, take that back. I yes. fully take that back. These kids fucking <laughs> are so goddamn annoying in this movie. The OG kids were only in it for a minute too. I like. I yeah. was. I was kind of remi- like remind. Um, I was watching it. Uh, with um, Kendra at the time, and she asked me if um, she's like do you ever get annoyed of the voices when you're listening? And I'm like, you understand me. Thank you so much for, like, for validating that. But, um, okay, uh, what I thought of the movie, I really, really liked it. It felt to me a little bit like uh, Star Wars Visions, where mm-hmm. it was like just a little uh-huh. side quest in the yeah. same... Um, in the same universe and like i'm a really big fan of that it like made the gundam universe seem a lot bigger like especially because the entire episode takes place on this one island that we never see again so it's kind of like okay there's just like islands out there with like people living on them and just like you know having farmsteads and like i know that's probably a little bit unique to like you know what this dude is kind of all about but it like still is they're just like living on earth um i the part that I didn't like the most is how they tried to kind of force the broader uh, story of 0079 in there with all of the uh, like Principality of Xeon stuff. I really appreciated how they focused more on uh, Doan's like old uh, cross uh-huh. team or whatever yeah. it's called. Because to me, that's a much better villain than trying to do this whole like missile shit. Like that didn't mm-hmm. make a whole lot of sense to me. But um, because I was wondering how they were going to do that and I was pleasantly surprised with like I was because I don't I think um, in the old episode was like did Doan's like old team come back for redemption at all? No, okay, it was, so, it was yeah. just that like a, a Zaku like one Zaku and one plane game down like yeah, and they were just going to eliminate the traitor and try and kill the Gundam. It wasn't like you didn't really get any of his backstory. And it did. Mm-hmm. I did feel like his backstory was kind of cool, but they didn't. Totally. Yeah. The, it. I loved it. It did seem like kind of an excuse to like put in some action because there wasn't any action outside of that kind of. Which I'm like, I'm glad they did because otherwise it would have the movie really would have just been walking yeah. on an island with children. <laughs> but um, I think yeah. In conclusion, I really like it. Was it also was um. In, it was nice to see all the characters again. It kind of felt like, you know, when uh, you see the pictures online of, like, black and white photography, and then they, like, mm-hmm. colorize it, and it looks, like, all different? Like, <laughs> that's what it felt like. Like, these blurry-ass, like, like 480 characters that we, like, saw an entire season of are, like, now, like, these crispy JPEGs right in front of our eyes. Um, That was cool. Yeah, and I saw this little tidbit Yoshikazu was talking about um you know the animation of the movie and he was you know he made this little comment about how um he's like you know japanese child actors are very uh and his these are his words like robotic and like stiff or whatever and he Mm -hmm. said he wanted to use the animation to really bring forth the acting to make a point that animation can you know really excel in that point 
Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's, I noticed that watching the movie, Um, the acting for all the characters, the way it was animated was very detailed and intricate. I feel like you, it draws you in more. Um, So yeah, that's Mm -hmm. something I noticed about the movie that I really loved. Yeah, totally. I mean, I, I was like kind of agreeing with you with your uh, view of it, Christian, at first, like just diving back into the universe and like seeing all these characters and like kind of reliving that time and, and just and a nice crisper version of it just was like felt really good. Um, but then, like Alex said, about halfway through the movie, I was getting just a little tired and just like kind of was hoping it was wrapping up soon just because the middle of the movie really dragged on quite a bit yeah. and no, then i was kind of thinking happened. like who like i mean i kind of, i know who this is for but also who is this for because it's not going to bring anyone new to the franchise cuz this is like the most niche like thing that they're doing cuz not they're like jumping back to 0079 a show from you know the 70s late 70s early 80s uh which a lot of gundam fans still haven't watched and won't watch because of the art style and how outdated it is so you have a ton of fans that are never gonna know like the context Mm. of this episode and then you're also like do redoing the most hated episode from that series it's just like a very ambitious it almost felt like a fuck you to the haters like tom nooks being like fingers up you didn't like this episode you you're not into like if, that this arc and this style of story with the kids. I'm just gonna do this shit for me. I respect it, yeah. but it was just like uh, it's fine. Like it's good. I liked it, but I'm not like I don't know if I'm gonna rewatch it or not. Yeah, it was a love letter to the original like zero zero seventy eight fans, and I I, I love that because mm-hmm. like even like the first time you introduced to all the characters we all know, there's no introduction. Like, you. Either you yeah. know who they are, or you do not know who they are. Totally. And there's no, like... That's like a really point. good point. They, I don't think they ever said Bright's name in that movie. Yeah. All the fuck, like, like who the fuck is Kai? Like, who's this asshole? Like, like what's... Like, yeah, like, why is Kai being kind of a dick? Oh, we know because we've seen the show. I like Kai. I, I, I love seeing him again. But, like, yeah, it was... This is 100% a love, love letter to the fans. And, and also, it's like, I, is Frau in love with Amuro or not? And it's like, I feel like you're asking yourself that the majority of 0079. And it's not resolved totally. until, like, you've yeah. seen, like, most of the show. And, yeah. like, this movie definitely, like, plays into that. It, yeah, it was, yeah. I, nostalgic-wise, I do really love that fact. I, as, a, as a Gundam fan, that's why I said as a Gundam fan, it's a must-watch. You will enjoy it so much. It's so... It's so nostalgic. It's mm-hmm. it definitely mm-hmm. rides like, high in the nostalgia. I will agree. Those kind of seeing drag. Yeah, like seeing seeing Sailor, seeing all the characters again was just like <laughs> it was mm-hmm. I was seeing Noah just like brought such a big smile to my face. Yeah. It was I was so happy. And I, I do really enjoy that. You know, seeing Sailor, seeing Sailor, seeing Sailor <laughs> are just like a couple of the oh, things that yeah. I love about this movie. I love seeing Sailor. <laughs> it took all my it took all my energy not to send that in the group chat because I knew, I, I, knew I had to talk about it on the episode. But the best part of this movie was seeing Sailor. Oh, yeah. Well, the best part of the movie was when Sailor slapped Slegger Law in the face. Oh, that was yeah. animated so beautifully. She had such beautiful yeah. form. Yeah, oh, also, it was uh, so cool. Also, it was. Do do you all find it kind of weird coming straight coming from G Gundam to watching this? Yeah, like, it was yeah, definitely. I odd. was like, 
I don't feel you're piloting by that this mobile suit incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, why aren't you standing up with spandex on? Why isn't there yeah, a horse you in your mobile suit? <laughs> why are there monitors around you? Like, why are you not dancing? <laughs> I was expecting more like slap humor jokes, mm-hmm. and it was just like, why isn't this in you? Oh, because that's not from the show. It's from G Gundam. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. No, I did feel good though to like be back in the Universal Century. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I I don't know. I really yeah. like missed it. Um, I did have a couple notes real quick. I was kind of bummed out sure. that um, Amro wore pants like he wore like cut off jeans which was uh oh, why were you bummed about that because <laughs> well, they were so summer... serious you said boxers on <laughs> yo but but the summer fit like that's yeah. what i'm going to dress like for the rest of the summer <laughs> it's it true hot, they did remind you summer. of you <laughs> he looked like a dirty little punk like <laughs> i loved it i loved it so much because <laughs> they were like skinny um, jean cutoffs too yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh they also multiplied the kids like tenfold like in the original show oh, they're really? like three they're like three children and this one they're like fucking 18 kids i don't give a shit the kids have kids and those kids they're taking care of more kids fuck it more kids it's just like jesus yeah Christ. that was weird it was just the kids take care of the kids you take care of the kids you take care of a goat yeah yeah also yeah, that's the hierarchy kind of fucked up cult thing that he has going on if you think yep. about it oh, that's, that's completely that. a cult what is the relationship be... between him and that young woman I mean, how old is she? It seemed groomerish. It was bad. (laughs) She was definitely an Amuro as well. Yeah. Yeah, they make everybody love Amuro. (laughs) I know. I was was like, for me, I was like, oh, yeah, I was seeing the ship's going. Oh, wait, I know where the show goes. That doesn't happen. I was a little bummed out. The perfect setting for, like, a Netflix documentary, you know? Like, interviewing the kids, like, 20 years later, and they're like, yeah, like, we had to, like, fucking, like, work for our food. It was fucked up, man. It almost sounds like a job for Richard Dominguez from the UC Times. It almost sounds like a job for Richard Dominguez, lead reporter of the UC Times. That's so true. Uh, Yes. Maybe maybe, maybe we're up to send him a a couple emails about this. Oh, let's make this a whole series. I, I heard he's it. gone rogue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rogue, rogue. Uh, another thing, we had a pretty brutal killing in this episode. I don't know if you all caught that. Uh, whenever Amuro got back into the RX seventy eight, just uh, just stepped on that man like a bug. You saw Amuro's face, like yeah, Ugh. like he's <laughs> brutal. Amuro was. You saw trauma happen to Amuro. Yeah. I was like, didn't want to do it. Like, oh my god, like, that was that was a that was the reminder back in the Universal Century. It was two reminders. It was the first, which I tried to come back to second a little ago. The montage of slaps that Brian <laughs> yeah. gave <Yeah>. Amuro, <laughs> and and it's not a it's not a Universal Century show unless we see the main character become traumatized. Yeah, and we got to see some trauma happen. <laughs> He, like, also, like, the first duty murder just, like, slowly inserted his beam saber into the <laughs> cockpit. Like, it was, like, it was all, like, Amuro was, like, going on some, like, fucking Ted Bundy that shit. Was, was, yeah. that, was, that was the one thing that definitely felt weird, because at this point, Amuro wasn't killing like that. Yes! He like, was yeah, clean. He, he was sober. Yeah, he, he wasn't, like, yet. full-on killing until He like, definitely episode, killed people, like, but it, it wasn't as intentional as this. Mm-hmm. But like he, he, he didn't fully go like, crazy until like, space. Up to this point, a couple times though. Yeah, like, he did in the it. in the desert. He did pop off once where he just like blew that... away some people in the desert, and that would that would have been okay. before yeah. this. Yeah, that's what I'm 
It would have been like right like before this, I think. An episode or two, episode yeah. two before this. He's right? starting to lose yeah. it just a okay. little bit. <laughs> the the continuity is kind of fucked because like Slegger Law was not at White Base at this time. No, um, in seventy nine, no, right? And, okay, uh, yeah, Slegger Law wasn't. But you know who they did not put in this movie was Ryu. Because Ryu had not passed oh, away. Oh yeah. yeah, he didn't die oh, so much Ryu. later. Oh man, yeah, yeah. Ryu, Ryu was we, in this. Uh, was in episode fifteen. He actually is the one who comes and saves Amuro and like also, helps connect. Also, I don't like that Slager was his whole like let's let's uh, do this illegal mission to save Amuro. That wasn't who Slager was. No, well, and he then was also a dick too, why, he sucked. Why replace Ryu with Slager Law? Was what? The, the yeah. yeah, Ryu. We, Ryu should have been here. That would have been. Slugger Law didn't even like come off as a dick, really, in this. Yeah, like, I he was like, like working like, with kids and like just like helping them in their hijinks, you yeah. know? Like he was more yeah. of like a. Um, not not the Slugger Law I know. Uh uh-uh. uh. Not my Slugger Law. <laughs> no, not my Slugger Law. <laughs> my Slugger Law shot first. <laughs> I would have say that, that scene with the kids in the uh, bathroom. It just like reminded me and like how bad the kids are and it really like put it into the perspective of Simon's hatred of the kids. It was like yeah. all it took was some fucking ice cream. It only to took it a up. year. Like <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Watching it this time it just made me realize, like, yeah, these kids are fucking terrible. Yeah. What did y'all it's... think of the Haro representation in this flick? Uh bad. Bad Haro. Like yeah. Haro in so f- small part and like did not do very well. Yeah. Didn't add anything to the story. It... Hollow wasn't really like a was character bummed. until like what like he had a big role in Stardust and well, Haro had yeah. a big role Victory, in the first one. Victory, Haro... he was fucking doing everything. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, in Victory Haro was blowing bubbles that like, <laughs> yeah. were like fucked up. electrocuting people and fucking yeah. That's not... Victor's the one I think of where Haro was like a main character. Yeah, yeah, no, Haro became like an oracle of death in that yeah. one where he could <laughs> tell the future. But Haro was on R2 D2 Clone Wars shit, just like flying around oh. and, uh, <laughs> doing the most. I love that guy. <laughs> I don't know. My cynical view of this movie, though, is that it is like a weird trial to remake the original series. Um, with Ooh. new animation and i did like i didn't dive in i didn't have enough time to dive into people's reviews and i kind of want to look up uh and see what people are saying maybe alex if you want to see if you can get like some rotten tomato scores or imdb scores or something um, I but saw, i did see I just on just on the reddit people are like this just proves that they should remake the original series um they shouldn't i i don't think they should that makes I just, no sense. I just don't want them to like just make new stuff. I don't like there there's like seem to be two camps within the Gundam fandom. One which is never they should not be making anything in the uh Universal Sanctuary. A lot of people just what? want new like new universes new and stuff. They want to like yeah. And which I like I'm de- like they should do that too. They should make like just more interesting stuff. Like Iron-Blooded Orphans or uh Wing G Gundam double o like all that stuff's really interesting but and then other fandom like other part of the fandom they just like just wants them to remake stuff uh that's old that they can watch but yeah i don't think they should remake the series i think i love the series being that it's of the 70s i love the animation style of it i do really like remaking like particular episodes into movies like Mm -hmm. that's an interesting way to like reinvent the series 
but keep the series its own add to an mm-hmm. add to an episode like this one that like it needed something more you know it would be like. like if you're gonna do something universal century and do something that's callbacky a little bit let's get a, a uh a <laughs> no, side story or or movie better on uh kai's secret agent days because we only yes. see him for yes a yes that's Zeta. such a good idea but that yeah, would be like, so that would be... sick that was like what two or three episodes of he was a secret agent like that would yeah. be a really good and movie. zeta yeah he linked up that's with, exactly um, like yeah. they should just do like rogue one right like yeah. that's what rogue one was it was just they yeah. took like a very small facet of a well-beloved series and just like really fleshed it out just like yeah. or do, went in and expanded yeah do the connection between char and zeta and char and char's counterattack. Because we're missing yes, a big please. chunk of his personality that there that makes amazing. no goddamn sense. Like, I, show us what Char was doing during Double Zeta so we can figure out the massive heel turn that he took to be just a complete piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, it just it brings me so much satisfaction when I when I when I hear you all talk about Char's counter attack. We <laughs> <laughs> gotta watch it. We're gonna get Alien High and watch it sometime soon. Uh, I gotta say. What did you guys think of the Zaku's in this? The way they're animated, oh, it's, the design, like, awesome. No, I thought they were really. I I okay. It reminded me of fucking Halo. Like yes, um, <laughs> just because how they all like were robots with their own personalities. Because that's kind of what Halo is to me. Mm. Um, but I mean, Michael and I watched the first episode of like the Halo Paramount series, and like whatever. But um, the. <laughs> uh they they yeah. did like a cool like they, it was just like it was just like a strike team which is like always always kind of like a cool little trope strike and like the Zaku's especially yeah strike similar to the strike a team like sniper zaku rocket launcher zaku close combat Sword zaku, zaku. Sword oh, zaku. woman zaku <laughs> like Battle-axe. zaku but by a woman yeah. <laughs> so i I really like the designs of the Zaku's. I really did not like them in this movie because it was really? not. It was not the Zaku's. Was, okay. I wanted them to be the dumb, big, round Zaku's. Mm-hmm. That was like, it, it was like I think the Zaku designs were really fucking cool, and they were, oh, they were way too, yeah. they were way mm-hmm. too modern for the movie. Like, that, <laughs> that was a, that really bothered me. They definitely, bothered, yeah, had higher fidelity and like all yeah. their like curves and stuff. But they were so cool. Those fucking those battle axes were yes! so cool. Like yeah, like, the heat, the heat. Like, like the new Zaku's, the new Zaku's overall big improvement. Just put them in a new series so we can mm-hmm. see those Zaku's, and mm-hmm. let's give us back old bug Zaku's for this movie. <laughs> That's all. I did love. I mean, the animation was gorgeous, and also the just fire the, axes. Yeah, the <laughs> the just choreography of the fight, especially the first. One between Doan and Amaru, and just the way that mm-hmm. the way they animated the arm motions. Uh huh. Uh, oh my god! So I remember there was like this this shot, and I'm gonna do a horrible job translating it to an audio medium. But like basically, there it was like in the middle of the final fight between Doan and another Zaku, and it was like a panning shot of like the camera flying in like around uh like doing a sweeping shot around them while also zooming in and the zaku's also moving and it's just like the scenery was moving like in the background to like suggest this and there's just no way that they would spend the energy to try to put that shot in you know a hand animated like Mm -hmm. movie but like now like since they can like you know like 
3d cgi and then like you know go over with you know hand-drawn animation or whatever to like touch it up it was like it was really really cool um because like some of it you definitely can tell was aided heavily by 3d but like i mean that's nothing new in anime either like that like lots of anime does that because it's like a great way to make an artist's job a lot easier yeah more efficient and can be a lot more detailed but totally uh would you all want more i mean this is our second movie in the uc we've gotten in uh the span of you know two years do you all want more gundam movies like should we just keep this coming a new gundam movie set in the uc timeline every year or do you all want more stuff that's different i i i i let's see the controversial i really want a movie in the g i want the g gundam like fight number 14 just to be a movie i don't want a lot of it but i want a little bit more g gundam and i think a movie would be the perfect like just the battle royal the final like watching everyone fight it off mm-hmm. would be that's that's what i want i want that i i can't really say if i want movies from other timelines yet because i haven't seen any many of the other timelines so mm-hmm. but overall yes it could be uh, it could also just be something new comp- like it doesn't have to be from anything i guess but yeah I don't know. I, I guess if we're just I thinking like, of something completely new versus kind of like a retread of the current, you know, state of the UC timeline. So essentially, it's the question: Should the franchise divert money into new releasing a movie a year, mm-hmm. or into doing another anime series or something like that? Yeah, it's kind of yeah. I think that's more of what I'm thinking. Yeah. I mm. if that's the, if it's between those two, I'd rather see another show than a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think. But movies, like, there is some really interesting things that movies should be done as well. Mm-hmm. It's nice It's nice to be getting a couple movies right now. If we get, like, you know, if we have, like, another couple years, we have a couple movies, and they go to a show after that, that'd be, that'd be great. Like, it'd give us a little bit of time to catch up, which should be great as well. But... <laughs> we're never we're never catching up because there, there's, a, there's a new, yeah, there's a new UC show coming out in, like, I know uh, four months or something like that. The so. goal line also, is getting further and further also, away. Those, like, the, the origins has been released as well, right? Well, yeah, origins came yeah. out a couple years ago, or yeah, actually, so like for a lot more than a couple years ago. But yeah, I don't know if they're going to do more yeah. of that or not. But I think they're going to do another Thunderbolt, and then of course we have at least I think two more Hathaway movies, which will be awesome. I like you see, I like oh, yeah. the Hathaway movies. That makes me want more movies because yes. it's like yeah. the the premise of the universal century is so simple it is like such an easy like um you know blank canvas to work off of because essentially it's just like earth noids wants earth to be good and space noids want to you know to expand in space and they're fighting each other and like that's kind of it you know (laughs) like they just want to like and and there's so many stories you can put in that because you just have like two opposing factions and um I'm sorry. I <laughs> <laughs> for the uh, listeners, Eric, Simon's cat is going bonkers. Yeah. He's he's a great guy. But um he was probably just seconding my opinion. He feels very I similarly. So. I heard it. But I heard it. Um, but yeah, if I would like more Hathaway's Flash Core stuff where it's just like tiny little sub stories within this uh bigger world because it is like so easy to just like create cool characters that just you know they don't need to even have that 
complex of alignments or anything. Right, but, I love yeah. the James Bondy espionage uh, vibe. Hathaway's Flash is oh, it's like might be the best thing we've watched to be honest. Yeah, I think so. Is up it, to this point? You, like, I it was so good. It honestly, strong, I think. Sh- I think it, disagree, Michael. The best thing we watched was Victory. All right, <laughs> you're 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 such a contrarian. <laughs> what are we gonna do with you? <laughs> I think uh, I think we should do an episode where we rewatch Hathaway. To be honest, because that movie just rips. It's so good. It was. We just rewatch Hathaway, Michael. We don't have to do an episode on it. Do you to watch that movie again? <laughs> well, I do want to just do another episode on it. But anyway, That's I just fair. want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about it too. Uh, outside outside of the podcast, would you all ever rewatch this movie? No, uh, I will because I was on a time crunch watching it. I will probably watch a couple clips of the movie because there are scenes that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't need to watch the movie. It was a one time. I, I want. I want to see the fight scenes again because the fight scenes are really cool, yeah. and that's all I really want to watch again from it. I will never be viewing this movie again. <laughs> yeah, I think I agree. I, I liked it, but I, yeah, there's no, it just like I, there's no reason for me to rewatch the original episode outside of this podcast. I don't yeah. think there's a reason for me to watch this episode. I would again just rather go watch Hathaway, or I would even I don't know. I guess I think, maybe I said I wouldn't ever watch Shars Counterattack, but I do just want to like revisit that movie and just be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even F ninety one, in my opinion, like I wouldn't mind going back and watching. And yeah. just like seeing what the fuck is up with it, because they're so weird and short, um, and like there's a lot of story. This is like the opposite. There's not a lot of story, and it, it, I, when I first booted it up, I was like, "Oh, it's not very long," but then it felt really long. So <laughs> I don't know. I uh, I wasn't expecting it to be a full length movie. I thought it was gonna be like an hour, maybe an hour twenty at most. Sh- I feel like it should have been an hour twenty. Yeah, I agree. It was definitely like. 20 minutes too long at least yeah yeah that middle make it short and sweet almo didn't need to go out and try to find the gundam three times well there was like side stories within the side stories too because there was Mm -hmm. also that character i forget his name but it was like the one that wanted to fight with um doan too yeah and like i just didn't i just didn't care about that and like no he did beat the shit out of amuro at one point which was (laughs) but also amuro was not fighting back i will say yeah Yeah. that was so unfair that was a sucker punch like amuro was just like give me my toy back and he's like i would say amuro was was like oddly mature in this in this movie incredibly Mm -hmm. mature yeah, it felt it felt weird. Like I was, I was expecting like he wasn't a kid. Guess how but old I, the voice well, actor I for Doan is? How old? Mm-hmm. Guess how old he is? Uh, probably like what? Twenty five. Like eighteen, maybe fifteen. For Doan, yeah, he's twenty four. Yeah, he's twenty four year old. I'm uh, nuts. Yeah, yeah, you're you're pretty much on the money. And the voice actor for Amaro is like in his fifties, probably. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it's crazy. Um. We so, live in a society. <laughs> but yeah, it's just interesting how the voice actor for Amuro mm-hmm. can still inhabit that that character, even though he's. I think that it was the power of the jorts that made him more mature. I, so. and, yeah, I heard he actually wore he the fifty-year-old voice actor wore the skinny <laughs> jean jorts in the studio. <laughs> yeah, he stole them off of a kid from the streets, and yeah. these are mine now. 
All right, this is, comes to the point of the program where we go, are going to rank this movie within our tier list from the original episode zero. Oh. So uh, to remind you all, the ranks are starting from the top, perfect grade, master grade, high grade, take it or leave it, woof, trash, so bad it's good, and why does this exist? So we'll start with Christian. Where, uh, which rank would you put this movie in? I'll put it at uh, high grade. I think. Uh, Alex, what about you? Take it or leave it. This this movie is the definition of mid in the anime. Like an anime division, uh, definition of mid. This movie is the like. You look in a dictionary for mid, and you see this movie. I agree. That's cool. that's where I'm putting it as well. Uh, and Simon? Um, as a Gundam elitist, I would put it in high grade because I'm like, oh, like, you'd really have to watch the original show to, like, you know, really understand it. <laughs> and, like, you can say that about this movie. It's like, oh, yeah, the original episode was so much better. But actually, you can't say that. But, um, yeah, I'd say high grade. Michael? You, you said mid as well. Yeah, take, take it or leave it for me. Yeah. I like yeah. I I think that if you've watched seventy nine, you're gonna watch it because like you're a fan. Um, but for the people that haven't watched seventy nine, there's absolutely no reason to ever even think about viewing it because it'll make no goddamn sense, and it truly is just like for funsies. Basically, what would you all have done with the movie if you were to make it more palatable for a wider audience? What there isn't a way to make it more palatable. Uh, there isn't a way, and I don't think it needed to be. Sure. I oh. think that I think the fact that it's this kind of weird niche movie is exactly where it should belong. But if mm. you're playing by the rules of the hypothetical, what would you do? I don't know. I, I, you, you'd have to scrap the story entirely, in my opinion, if you wanted to make it palatable for like just a general fan. No, no. I like, I like the the idea. They did this in an episode of Star Wars: The Clone Wars, which was actually a pretty good episode, where it was like Defector is resulted resorted to a life of uh like farming and just like separate from society, uh, because of their you know like trauma of like fighting as a soldier. I would have mm. focused way more on his old strike team and like that relationship of Doan V strike team and had way less kids because the kids serve no point other than empathy. Right. It's like, Oh, mm-hmm. Doan is a nice person because he takes care of kids. Like it kind of stops there. Like they ki- like they tried to make the kids relevant with that one guy that like, you know, wanted to become a pilot and like, you know, thought it was unfair that he couldn't fight. But other than that, like the kids literally served no purpose, which is like, I mean, mm-hmm. a f- fucking Gundam loves doing that, as we know. <laughs> but um, I would have focused like way, way more on like, uh, you know, Doan's like relationship with, uh, you know, being an ex-soldier and kind of like uh, working through his grief of, you know, having to, like, I-, I don't know, like they had that one flashback where like they were literally just like killing civilians and shit, and like. It was, the flashback was yeah. him seeing one of the kids he ends up saving. Yeah, well. exactly. It, so, it wasn't even the flashback. That but, scene was um, sick, though. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Well done. That scene yes, really exactly. Which is why yeah. I would want the movie to focus on that, because that is when I felt most, like, compelled by the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but, 
again, I probably would make that like 45 minutes of like, oh, cool, people defect and like do their own thing, you know, but I think that you'd have to remove the wider plot and kind of remove the characters that we only know from the series and make the movie and the story more about Amuro and Doan kind of like a tension between the two of them. And maybe there's like a give and take that they kind of need something from each other. Um, yeah. You have to make Doan more of a character who doesn't know fully what his MO is going to like, what he's going to do for the rest of his life. Cause at this point, like there wasn't a lot of tension between him outside of like, he's trying to like protect the kids but I think exactly. to make it more palatable, like you need to make him a little bit, a little bit more rough around the edges, not completely like reformed, mm-hmm. and maybe a little bit more, more like, in brooding. the journey of it, like yeah, 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 more, yeah. We need to like be more in his journey, so that like there's something that Amro's giving him, and he's giving to Amro. Maybe they have to like work together or something. Um, whereas like, I don't know. There's also not a lot of tension in this movie because you know at the end of the day that like. Amro's gonna be fine. So I guess more yeah. episodes after this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But yeah, like Alex said, this is like a, a truly I feel like the way that they did it is the best way because like if you tried to like introduce us to these characters, it would have been completely pointless because everyone who's gonna see this knows these characters. If you don't mm. know these characters, like you're not gonna enjoy this movie at all. So what's the point? Yeah. You know, so I, I think for honestly for what they're going for i think they did an amazing job uh just maybe a little bit shorter maybe take out uh, like 12 of the kids like i don't know if you need 27 <laughs> kids. kids just remove like yeah just like five five or six kids is fine or like if you're gonna have like a whole like a orphanage of kids don't feature them just be like yeah the orphanage is there and there's like a couple of the kids that are characters and the rest of them are just my like, background characters. Like that's what it should have been. Yeah, I don't need like to go with the whole like a bunch of kids. Totally, I don't need 4K viewing of animated goat tit getting like milked in a how-to <laughs> tutorial wiki how of how to do it. Like it's all good. We're fine. Um, but Alex, did yeah. you find uh, any good reviews or any uh, interesting uh, ratings that people have given this movie online? Yes. So, on MAL, which if you don't know, MAL is my anime list. It's one of like a couple of the couple of sites. I don't know how popular MAL is anymore, but it's one of the sites that people rate anime and give it a rating. I feel like it's, it's pretty popular. There's a couple of others I've heard about as well that I know mm. like anime YouTubers are using. So that's why I'm thinking it might be falling out, but it doesn't matter. Everyone anime fans still know about this. You know, it's mm-hmm. still it's still important. And it's sitting at a rating of 7.34, which Holy in the anime shit. community... That's pretty that, good. That's pretty good. That is... A 7 score is mid. Like, anime is either a 1 or a 10. Oh. To be at a 7 is, like, a solid mid. It's not a pitchfork exactly 7. Yeah. This is, like, a 7 is really a 5. Maybe a 6. And like, it's exactly what it should be. I, I get it. Some of the reviews I was reading... uh. Some of the good things. Uh, voice acting is amazing. I'm surprised Tora Fuya can still portray Young Amo. No issues. Really happy to hear Toshio Furukawa as Kai again. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like what we're talking about, mentioning the voice mm-hmm. actors. Uh, the characters feel like home. I know yeah. I mean, we've all kind of said as well. Nostalgia. Uh, Nostalgia yeah. bait. 
Uh, just just cashing in on our nostalgia. They're just making money off of our childhoods. Joke's on you. I've forgotten all of it. (laughs) This is, I think, I think this is a good, like, hooked on phonics. (laughs) It's all a blur. (laughs) This line is really good. Cruzo Doman Island is a fun, yet kind of a necessary experience. Exactly what I feel about this. Yeah, come on the pod, whoever wrote that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, overall, it wasn't perfect, but absolutely enjoyable. If you're a fan of the original series, it's a must-watch. Like, yeah, I think totally. a lot of people have the same idea. It's, yeah. If you, we are so you, good at having the correct opinion. It's, <laughs> we're pretty fucking spot on. I don't I, think I, that I we've think it, disagreed a. Uh, against I the, read, except for Double Zeta, probably is the only thing we've really gone against the grain. Yeah, we're, I we're read one in. review with someone really didn't like this movie, but they still gave it a six out of ten because they're anime fans. So what were their complaints? Yeah. Uh, this film is exactly what I feared: twenty minutes of filler stretching to five times the length. Wow, yeah. we're so smart. That's like, <laughs> more, a fair, little bit more on it's it. A fa- but like, yeah, it's a it's a fair opinion. <laughs> yeah, fair. no, it's no, not. Well, I, I totally get it. I actually want to. I, I actually want to change my uh, my ranking. I want to move it up to high grade because I just remembered at the very end of the movie they do an instrumental uh, recreation of the original theme. Yeah, and it plays over the last uh, like couple minutes of the movie, and then it plays over the credits. And yeah. I have to say, it made me feel something that like, <laughs> I, and like to, in my opinion, that just that moment alone. It gets bumped up for me. I totally forgot about it. I didn't note it because I was having a moment. But I think just for that, it goes into high grade because that moment alone was so good. It was so pure and clean. So I I watched this movie basically immediately before we recorded this, so I'm kind of digesting the movie as having this discussion. Mm-hmm. And I think that like kind of hearing other people's opinions and kind of thinking about it more. I think high grade is yeah. Yeah, come it's, on it's, up, it's, come on yeah, up in the high grade club. Baby. Water, water's <laughs> good. <laughs> It's strictly the nostalgia factor that puts it in a high grade. It's just like, yeah, like it, for me that that feel moment was that that first scene where you had everyone there and Noah was yeah. being a being a dick in the bridge, dick. and like, mm-hmm. like and just having everyone him yelling at Amro, it's just like, oh, this is this is what I was missing in life. I didn't know I was missing a little bit. Totally, and that that, that was a very like, it is okay to like uh, things based on nostalgia. Yeah, yeah it was a very 100%. familiar feeling, which is like. Yeah, a different nostalgia instead of just being like, oh, I because I liked it like, when I was younger, but this was very much like, oh, I'm, I, I said, like, I'm home, and I definitely got that feeling Aww. from the characters. It's crazy how, like, well that works for some things, and I guess it just depends on your journey with something, because I, like, tried to watch the Obi-Wan show, and their nostalgic cash grabs were not doing it for me whatsoever. Well, yeah, I feel like the context of that, too, is, like, you, like, you have your, like, you know, eye on Disney of, like, what the fuck are yeah. you up to? And then, like, everything's confirmed, and you're like, oh, man. Yeah, but I think I, to make, like, I, make a really good nostalgia, like, content, you have to make it niche for the people who remember it, or you have to make it incredibly broad and do, like, mm-hmm. very generic callbacks. That's what Obi-Wan's doing. Like, it's not, like, it's it's not nostalgic because, again, it's, it's... Elric, whatever his name is, not Elric. That's well, Ewan McGregor. Full metal, yeah, Ewan McGregor. <laughs> and like, it is the best Obi Wan. Obi Wan. No, wait, 
Obi, is it, wait, <laughs> his name is Obi-Wan. Ben? Oh, old Ben. Old Ben, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, yeah, like, if they had, like, made this, like, real niche show, but I think, like, that nostalgia factor would have been a lot higher, but then it wouldn't be Disney making it, and it mm-hmm. wouldn't be as good. Like, it wouldn't be, like, critically as good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, too, like, if, if we set aside the problems with the story and the pacing, the music was great. The animation obviously is great. The at voice acting is great. The animation of the acting as well was amazing. So it, it does score really high in all the other points, right? Mm-hmm. Plot wise, sure. Yeah. Um, it's long. It gets boring in certain points. And other and parts that make right. really good are the parts that make 0079 right. one of the best Gundam shows. It's the music, it's the animation, it's these, it's these things that they. They really did focus on that, and like you could tell that people who made this love zero zero seventy nine. Like this is, mm-hmm. I have no doubt. Like obviously, you know, creators of the directors of the episode originally, but like everyone on this project, I feel like a someone who truly loves Gundam, and that, that's Absolutely. really nice to see. Totally. Well, I think that we've done this movie justice, and we definitely have talked about it enough, and we all settled on the same score. So good to know we're all in agreement. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just nice to kind of watch something instant react to it not too many frills um just kind of enjoy watching a new gundam movie uh before we close it out any last thoughts or anything you all want to talk about before we uh wrap it up and say good night to the old fans if you're looking for something to read check out marlon james black leopard red wolf or history of seven killings either way you'll be highly highly satisfied a book club Ooh. style book old, club. Book, style. book recommendation from the old bookworm. Didn't realize we you get it. You bookworm. fucking learned how to read as a child, and you had no problem. Yeah, no phonics Duh, issues. Phonics, baby. Yeah. If yeah, I read in, Christian, <laughs> if I read, you won't see me for a month. You'll find me in the back of someone else's car with yeah. a stack of books and an expired <laughs> library card, <laughs> paper cuts all over my hands. <laughs> Christian, you bragging about your ability to read is really is really doing detriment to you making on the starting eleven for the next episode. <laughs> for season ten. I don't, I don't know if you're gonna make starting lines season ten, dude. Not at this rate. We are a Christian podcast, but we really advocate for illiteracy here too. <laughs> like learn the Bible, but don't read it. Because if you read it, you might be swayed on some of the opinions, but like It's like when the printing press first came out. Don't read, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna no. kill you. Anyways, I have no more thoughts. Thanks for coming back on the pod, Christian. I'm loving any, it. Uh, so any recommendations from you, Simon? Recommendations? Yeah. Recommendations. On just like babies. media. Yeah. yeah. Um. I started a music blog <gasps> on the internet. <gasps> So that's where I say Ooh. all my music recommendations. What? I'll share it with you all when it's good and ready. Share it. But, right. I, I cannot wait. Um, uh, movie I sounded rec- sarcastic, and I did not mean that to be sarcastic. No, I no, no, that's okay. Wait. I just wanted to... I, I was like, Sophie. if you guys know what Sophie's Floorboard is, that was like really pivotal to like me like thinking that like emo music was like okay to listen to (laughs) so i like i want i want and it's the barrier of entry is so low like nobody even needs to watch it but it's just something that's going to exist on the internet forever you know and that's kind of cool hell yeah um 
but Love creating things yeah and it, and it feels good to do it like on the internet as your platform rather than like making an instagram about it or making a twitter about it or like making it even like a podcast about it it's just like this thing that's been happening since the invention of the internet and you're just like carrying mm-hmm. on that tradition because I think so, yeah, if you're my, doing my, it, it's outside of a, a social media app you're doing it more for yourself and it feels more genuine yes, that way exactly and like i'm not yeah i'm doing it for myself to just catalog my thoughts because like I've gotten to the point where I, I like I used to like hate the fact that like I had opinions on music and stuff because I'm like that is like so conceited and pretentious and like nobody likes someone that like likes music but then I'm like you know what it's like if I'm just doing it for myself and like just wanting to have opinions for the sake of just like feeling extra good about things because like I have a good opinion on it then so yeah my recommendation is like start a blog about whatever the fuck you want <laughs> that's a good one unless it's gundam because that's our shit then yeah, then yeah. We're on a that's our war. fucking turn you can start uh, a blog but then you have to give us all the posts that we can say it on the podcast yeah you can start a blog about how much you love this podcast that is okay i'm gonna start sub i'm gonna start sub blogging your blog start a Bro, blog vlog not if i sub blog your blog first <laughs> Just talk shit about your blog on my blog. <laughs> Alex, any recommendations for the fans? For yeah, friends? trains. Um, yeah, trains. <laughs> Let me elaborate. I no, trains are great. Have National Rail System. Awesome. Let's do this thing. Trains are awesome. Yeah, a, I love the choo-choo. B, I have been watching YouTube videos about trains and like watching people travel with trains. The country's train travel is fucking beautiful. Like, I've seen like uh, videos of people going across the Rockies on trains. Uh, like, oh my god! Dream. Like I hate eighty-five percent of this country, but this country is beautiful as fuck. No, like in like right. there's Holy like shit. lots of interesting uh like mock-ups for like a a actually efficient like rail system throughout the United mm-hmm. States because we currently don't really have one. Like it, I think no. traveling by train, unless it's short uh. distances, is kind of just like. A little bit like performative for like the vacation like as you're saying oh, for like is. the beauty it but abs- like yeah, lots of other countries is, but... like you like a lot like scandinavia i know i think is really like, really interconnected by trains um japan is super interconnected do you yeah. like the game ticket to ride alex <laughs> i have never played ticket i have never played ticket to ride yeah, Dude, trains. So check out fun. that game hey so train good. simulator yeah. Awesome. Uh, my recommendation <laughs> would be for a show on Apple TV called For All Mankind. Um, and oh! it is... Look at, all... this. Look at this Apple simp over here. Wait, well, that I show's good, Michael? Free. I really like it. It's a alternative history um, about the space race where the Soviets land on the moon before us. And then they put a woman on the moon before we do. And it's just about how these small changes in history with the cold war uh completely changed the country um and every new season they jump uh, about 10 years um and it's really good it's kind of like mad men of nasa but also alternative history sci-fi so it's kind of like yeah mad men slash space race but then also sci-fi and it's a show run by the guy who did battlestar galactica the oh, series nice. on the sci-fi channel which is the i mean if you haven't seen battlestar galactica go back and like that show's good, incredible good, it's good, way before good, it's yes. time it's so good but i was pleasantly surprised by for all mankind i just kind of clicked on it and i was like i want to watch like a real tv show um yeah and was like really pleasantly surprised at how much i enjoyed it and i am now on season three so that's my recommendation oh, yeah. 
Other than that, I recommend that you come back here next week for our next episode in G Gundam, which I think will be episode three of season yes. 10. Uh, so then we'll have four more episodes after that. And then we're on to Gundam Wing, baby. So we will Gundam see Wang. you all then. Uh, until then, um, yeah, just love each other and try and make the world a better place. I usually say this in jest, but uh, if there's a time to like have actual civil discourse and to stand up, it's now. Yep. Because if you don't do anything... Your rights would be gone as well. Mm-hmm. If your rights already have been taken, so like actually, please stand up and do something meaningful and try and change the world. Like maybe, maybe not burn a cop car. You should burn a cop car, but like you know, there's a lot of other things you can do that could be actual, mm-hmm. tangible benefits. Attend you your know. school board if meetings. Live, go to city council. Yeah. If you li- if you live if you if you live in a state that is safe for abortions, help people, send them pills, like offer them safe spaces. Many things you can do because we really have to help each other because. N- the government's not going to help us. No one's going to help us. It's up to us now. So, like, please do what you can to help keep other people alive and be safe. Well said. Well said, and Alex. With that, Thank you. With, yeah, with that, we will see you next time. Bye. 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 Ciao.